heaven and earth. Thank you for the revelation of your name, Jesus Christ. In you, Lord, dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we are complete in you, which is the head of all principalities and powers. You have been given a name that is above every name. At your name, Lord, every knee should bow and tongue should confess that you are owner and possessor of all to the glory of God. Thank you for the privilege of knowing you whom to know is life eternal. We've come to praise your holy name. We've come to bless you. We've come to thank you. We've come to worship you together in spirit and in truth. Oh, Lord, let the anointing of the Holy Ghost spring up within us and let it be showered down upon us that we might receive something from you today that will inspire us in these dark days. We know we're living at the end of time, end of the church age. Many are giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, but help us to hold on to thine unchanging hand. And bless us today in your word. Give us ears to hear what the spirit saith unto the church. Catch a hold of us, Lord, and sweep us along by the Holy Ghost. And deliver unto your people what needs to be said. Anoint me, Lord, for your glory, not for mine, for you are all in all. And Lord, if there be any sick among us, touch them now. Anybody diseased, touch them now. Anybody in trouble, Lord, help them now. I pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Anybody's heart darkened by sin, illuminate their way. Touch the minds, I pray, in the name of Jesus. Anyone shackled by the devil, I pray, Lord, that you'll loose them now in the name of Jesus. And let your anointing be full and free. And we will bless your name forever, knowing that you alone are worthy in the name Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Put our hands together and worship the Lord. And give him thanks for he is good. And his mercy is. Two books in the New Testament. The gospel according to Luke. And then that book that most everybody stays away from. The book of Revelations. You find a few Hollywood folks who want to read it to make some apocalyptic, wild movies, but I'm not a movie maker. I'm a child of God, a minister of Jesus Christ. We're going to take you over there and we're going to peer into that mysterious book just for a while. But let's start in Luke's Gospel, chapter 10. And you all pray with me. I don't want to where you out to be here a long time, but share with you what thus saith the Lord. 
I want to begin at verse 1 of chapter 10, and then I want you to follow me over to verse 17, and we'll read through verse 20. The Bible says in Luke 10 and 1, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also, that's in addition to the 12, and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place. They were his ambassadors, whither he himself would come. So they went before him, and he was going to come after them. Verse 17, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are, not were, but are, subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Not I behold. <laughs> I already saw it. I was there. I beheld. Mm -hmm. As the living word, I beheld Satan. As lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not. All that's good, but don't dance about it yet. That the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names, hallelujah, are written. In heaven. If you'll look to the book of Revelations, turn to chapter 20 in the book of Revelations. I want to start at verse 11. God gave John the apostle, this great revelation after he had been banished to a little island called Patmos. They thought they got rid of him, but it was the will of the Lord for him to be there that he might receive the testimony of Jesus Christ. Even Jesus testifies. Some of us don't testify, but Jesus had a testimony, didn't he? Revelation 20 and 11 said, John said, I was looking. <laughs> and I saw a great white throne in him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell 
delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. I want to know this afternoon, is your name written there? Is your name written there? It has been my experience that people like to see their names prominently displayed for good reason. Amen. When I was a young man, a boy even, it was kind of nice to know that when the morning or the afternoon paper came, your name was going to be in the paper, not under the arrest column. Never had my name there. But your name was there because of some achievement or something positive, something good. And so you got that newspaper and you open it up and you, you look through it. And there are many, many names mentioned, but you weren't looking for those other names. You were looking for your name. Have you ever been to a graduation? Graduation season is just about over. You get a booklet at the graduation, don't you? And they give you the names of all the graduates. And when you're sitting out there proud of the family member or friend who has graduated, you take that booklet, you open it up, and you get that index finger out. You start going down the list. Thank God for alphabetical order. Sometimes the lists are long, but you're looking for the name of your loved one or your friend. And you focus on just seeing their name, don't you? Amen. Yesterday, some of you receive plaques for your academic achievement or certificates. And your name was prominently displayed. I don't think that's the kind of thing you're going to go and put under the cellar steps. Probably going to display it somewhere because your name is there. Some of you may even have your name written in who's who or in some other program or booklet or someone may mention you, some author may mention you when writing a book or you may get online and you may see your name mentioned prominently. That feels good, doesn't it? I've told you this before, but I'll say it again. I remember some years ago when our son, Elder Geddes, was in high school. We gave him a gift when he graduated high school because he had his name prominently displayed in the newspaper for uh, a great accomplishment in, in sports at that time. Something like Geddes in the Clutch or something like that. You know, one of those dramatic titles. Praise the Lord. So we got it 
engraved in brass, mounted to a wooden plaque. That was something noteworthy. But if your name never appears in any form that I have forestated or something I haven't covered, amen, the place you want your name to appear is in the Lamb's book of life. For if your name does not appear there, you are destined for eternal damnation. That's why I'm asking this afternoon, is your name written there? That's the there, the Lamb's book of life. In our gospel text, in the book of Luke, Jesus sent his disciples out as forerunners of himself while he engaged in evangelistic ministry, going from place to place, place preaching, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. And he tells his disciples, I want you to go out there to these cities that I'm going to come to, and I want you to preach the message of repentance, and I want you to heal those that are sick. I want you to say unto them, the kingdom of God has come nigh, come near unto you. Praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you right now, some people are going to reject you. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. He said that he that hears you, hears me. And he that despises you, despises me. And he that despises me, despises him that sent you. And he told them, you're going to have some people that accept what you're saying. And when they do, I want you to stay in that house, in that town of believers. And let them feed you and provide for you while you're there. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If they don't accept you, then he said, shake the dust off your feet. It's going to be worse for the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and Chorazin. In that day of judgment, hallelujah, it's going to be worse for them than for those cities. And so the disciples went out and they had what we might all call a very successful evangelism tour. People were healed. People who were possessed by demons, hallelujah, when they called out those demons in the name of the Lord Jesus. Those demons came out of the people and the people were well again. Hallelujah. Uh, and uh, there had to be some joy because whenever you are released from the powers of darkness, there is going to be a deliverance that comes into your soul uh, that inspires you and transforms you like nothing else can. Hallelujah. And so demons and sickness and disease obeyed the words of these disciples of Christ. They healed the sick. They exercised demons and they preached in the authority of Jesus' name. And, and we need to learn a lesson from this because those of us who believe in Jesus Christ and uh, Speak his word. I'm not just talking about preachers. I'm talking about everybody that's been born again and has that responsibility. We ought to expect to see signs following. Hallelujah. 
Jesus said, amen, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, he said, they're going to lay hands on the sick. We, if, if people aren't being healed, we ought to ask why. Praise God. They're going to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Praise God. They're going to cast out demons in my name. So on and so forth, Mark uh, told us what the Lord says. And that's what we ought to expect. Don't go faithlessly. Don't go with one eye open and one eye closed. Amen. Have faith in the Lord and in his word. Know that Jesus Christ reigns supreme. Hallelujah. And he has given you power. Didn't he give his disciples power? They didn't have the Holy Ghost yet. Don't you have the Holy Ghost? If you have the Holy Ghost, you have power. Jesus said, amen, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, you shall have power. Praise the Lord. Not political power, power in the spiritual realm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. They came back rejoicing. Amen. Just, just as we probably would have come back rejoicing at how people were healed and demons that were oppressing people. Folk were released from demonic oppression and praise God. And there was rejoicing and happiness and they were just so happy. Amen. And they just knew Jesus was going to join in their happiness. <laughs> Hallelujah. But, you know, all about all that, Jesus said, don't, don't rejoice about that. He said, I'll tell you what you need to rejoice about. Rejoice that your name is written in heaven. Everybody's name is written in heaven. Hallelujah. What does it mean that your name is written in heaven? Well, this whole concept of God keeping a record and writing things in books was something that the Jews believed in the Old Testament times. There are references in the Torah and the writings of the prophets and uh, the Psalms and the, 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 the poetry, praise God. They talk about the fact that God keeps a record. And this truth is also in the New Testament writing of the Gospels and the Epistles and this great revelation of John. Amen. So God is keeping a written record. Amen. And uh, in the Old Testament, uh, we have reference to the book of life. If you were to look at Exodus chapter 32 and verse 32, amen, Moses spoke to the Lord and he was aware that God was writing for he said, block me, I pray thee, out of thy book which thou has written. I, I just can't take leading these people in this situation anymore. Block me out. So he realized God was keeping a record. Amen. In the New Testament, the great apostle Paul said of his fellow, labor, fellow laborers, he said their names were written in the book of life. He was talking about the women that helped the apostles on the, amen, the evangelistic Tours, praise God. And the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 23 that uh, the saints come to the general assembly and church of the firstborn which are written in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. And according to Revelations 21 and 27, amen, this book of life that is mentioned in Revelations 20 and verse 15 is called in full the Lamb's 
book of life for Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. Amen. And that is the book that must bear your name if you are to enter into eternal life. Amen. With the Lord forever. Well, the question might become, amen, if God is keeping a record and if there is such a thing as the Lamb's book of life, how do I get my name written in that book? Amen. Well, you might want to look with me, amen, at the third chapter of the gospel according to John where there was a man of the Pharisees in verse 1 named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The Bible says this ruler came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Verse 3 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? I'm an old man. You're telling me I'm going to enter the second time into my mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered in verse 5, Truly, truly, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. Jesus was not talking about a natural birth. Amen. But he was talking about a spiritual birth. That's why he goes on to say in verse 6, amen, in verse 5, that which is born of the spirit is spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh in verse 6. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. And this born again experience is more than a cliche. It's more than uh, church jargon. Praise God. The, what it is was, was explained in verse 5. Jesus was talking about a spiritual birth, being born again of water. That's baptism. Praise the Lord. Water baptism for the remission or the covering or the blotting out of your sins. For the Bible says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Even the Old Testament king and prophet uh, and poet David said in Psalm 51 and 5, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Everybody born since Adam and Eve, with the exception of Jesus Christ, was born a sinner into this world. Hallelujah to the Lord. Praise God. But thank God, amen, there is an opportunity through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen, to avoid uh, uh, eternal damnation, to be delivered from that uh, potential fate. Praise God. And to do that, you've got to be born of the water. You must be baptized in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you are baptized, when you are put down in that water, the person baptizing you must say, I baptize you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the way the apostles did it in the book of the Acts of the Apostles. If you are baptized any other way, if you're not put down in the water, you're not properly baptized. 
If somebody says, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, you are not properly baptized. You must be baptized in water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. For the Bible says that we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Praise the Lord our God. Amen. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, neither pray I for these alone, but for all them that shall believe on me through their word, through the word of his holy apostles. His apostles never baptized using the phrase in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Because they were not taught by the Lord to baptize that way. Amen. That is something that uh, evolved in the teachings of Catholicism 300 years later. Praise God. After Jesus Christ ascended into heaven. Praise God. But uh, before that, everybody was baptized in his name. Thank the Lord for deliverance is in the name of God. Praise the Lord. Not his salvific titles but in his name. The Bible says even in the Old Testament in his name shall the Gentiles trust. The Bible says for the name of the Lord in the Old Testament is a strong tower and the righteous runneth therein and are saved. Praise God. Amen. Jesus made it very clear in that same third chapter of the gospel according to John. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When the apostle John was writing. Amen. Praise God. Amen. If you look at verse 17, the Bible says for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him through Jesus might be saved he that believeth on him is not condemned he that be are you see the Bible do you see what I'm reading but he that believeth not is condemned already why because he believe because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten is that in your Bible he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. The name is important. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The name, the Lord Jesus, is important. Praise God. You can't make it into heaven without coming through Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way. In John, praise God. I'm the truth and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. Praise God. I thank God for the revelation of the name of God. Amen. For the importance of the name of God. Amen. For therein are we saved. Let the church say amen. Praise God. If you turn to Acts chapter 2, amen, in verse 38, praise the Lord, amen. You ask, what does this mean to have your name written there? Well, the apostle Peter was preaching, amen, on the first day of the church. Yeah, hallelujah. Amen. The history of the church is in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles. And in verse 37, when Peter finished preaching about Jesus Christ and why he died on Calvary's cross, the purpose of his dying, praise the Lord. Then the Bible says, uh, praise the Lord. Let me back up a little bit. Hallelujah. Praise God. In this second chapter of the uh, book of uh, Acts, praise God. Maybe I'll back up. Praise the Lord. 
part, amen, to verse uh, uh, 29. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he, ha he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. I'm in the middle of Peter's message here. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God hath sworn with an, sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He seeing this before spake of the resurrection of Christ that his soul was not left in hell neither did his flesh see corruption that that was written in Psalm 16 and 10 he said this Jesus amen have God raised up wherefore we are all witnesses I might add first hand witnesses hallelujah somebody didn't just tell us about it amen when he got up from the dead amen we ate with him he taught us he, we spoke to him uh, uh, Thomas even touched him <laughs> therefore being by the right, right hand of God in other words amen praise the Lord having all power amen that's, that was figurative language on the right hand of God exalted meaning he has all power and having received of the father the promise of the Holy Ghost he has shed forth this which ye now see and hear what, they, what he was talking about was you came running because these people were filled with the Holy Spirit and you heard them speaking in language Languages they, they did not know, but in some cases they were languages that you speak. Praise God. This is what this is all about. Amen. Verse 34. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand until I make thy foes thy footstool. All right, verse 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath raised that same Jesus whom ye have crucified. God had made him both Lord and Christ. Hallelujah. Now when they heard this, Praise God that this same Jesus who they knew, who they looked on, who they cried, crucify him, crucify him. Amen. Uh, uh, on Calvary's hill. When they heard that God had raised him from the dead and made him Lord and the anointed one. They said unto Peter, amen, men and brethren, hallelujah, what shall we do? Hallelujah, if we're guilty of murder, hallelujah, if we're guilty of such a crime, if we have crucified the promised Messiah, if we had put him to death and we didn't recognize that this Jesus of Nazareth was the, the Messiah that was promised to us, amen, then what shall we do? Peter said unto them, repent. Hallelujah. That's the forgotten message. A lot of Christians today are Christians, but they've never left their sin. They've never said, Lord, I'm sorry for the way that I've lived. That is not pleasing to you. Amen. They're still doing sinful things and practicing ways that are immoral and unrighteous and displeasing to the Lord. But they've said that somebody told them, as long as I believe in my heart on Jesus, amen, I'm saved. Well, that's not what Peter said. Peter said, repent. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. 
That's where it starts. When you believe the message, then you've got to respond to the message. Amen. You've got to realize I'm a sinner. And right now, my name is not in the book of life. It is not written in the book of life. Now, everything I've done has been written down. God's finger is constantly writing. Amen. He's keeping a record of everything I've said. He's keeping a record of every behavior. Praise the Lord, our God. He's keeping a record of every thought. But when you look in the book of life, hallelujah, amen, and you see the names, amen, you can take your index finger and run it down and you won't find my name there because no sinner's name is in the book of life. Hallelujah to God. And I remind you that we were all born sinners. My God, my God. Hallelujah. If you want your name written, you must repent. Praise God from your sins. Hallelujah. You've got to realize that sin is wrong. Hallelujah. Sin can get you eternally damned. Sin does nothing good for you to disobey God, put you in jeopardy, whereby, praise God, you'll be lost forever. Hallelujah to God. Living a life of sin is a sad and a sick and a sorry and a fake and a phony life. We you try to convince yourself you're happy. Try to convince yourself you're right with God but down on the inside amen, something is bothering you because you feel like if I should die now, I don't know if I will go to heaven. You don't have to live that way. Praise the Lord. Let's get that settled. Hallelujah. Let's get your name written in the book of life. Oh glory to Jesus. You've got to be born again. You've got to repent from those sins and then you must be baptized, Peter said here in the 38th verse of Acts 2. Amen. He said be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission for the cancellation of your debt of sin. Praise the Lord. Amen. And that's what being born of the water is all about. And then he said amen. And if you or repent from your sin and if you will be baptized in the water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ God is making a promise to you and he keeps all of his, all of his promises he said and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost or call it the Holy Spirit if you want to it's the same thing he said if you repent and you are baptized then I will give you my spirit and when my spirit comes into you it will transform you it will take you out of the kingdom of darkness and translate you over into the kingdom of light hallelujah thank you Jesus my God my God if you just allow me to put my spirit in you hallelujah I will not only wash away your sins but I will give you eternal life I'll put it right in you Praise the Lord. I'll give you a new heart. I'll write my laws upon your heart and your mind. I'll give you a new spirit. I'll give you a new start. I'll forgive all of your sins. Hallelujah. I'm not going to bring them up or hold them against you anymore. 
I'm going to make you clean. Hallelujah. I'm going to make you right in my sight. Amen. You don't have any goodness of your own, so I'm going to give you my goodness. You don't have any righteousness of your own. I'm going to give you my righteousness. You don't have any holiness of your own, so I'm going to make you holy. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. You're, you're kind of sad in sin, so I'm going to give you joy, and I'm going to give you power, and I'm going to give you deliverance. Hallelujah to the Lord. Amen. Praise God. And I'm going to take away that fear of death. Hallelujah. Because I promise you, you will have everlasting life. Praise God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. If you just believe, he said, ye shall receive. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to worry about the promises of God. Sometimes when people make you a promise, they mean well, but, but circumstances of life may prevent them from fulfilling the promise. But every promise in Jesus is yes and amen. So shall it be. Do you know that? Do you realize? Amen. He cannot speak a word and it fall to the ground unfulfilled. Other Otherwise, he is not God Almighty. But if he said it, it's going to happen. If it goes out of his mouth, hey, the word will not return unto him void, but it will accomplish everything he said. So if you have repented from your sins today and you have been baptized in the water, I want to tell you that your sins have been forgiven. Praise God. I don't care what the devil's saying. I don't care what your mind is saying I just care what the Bible says your sins have been forgiven praise God now you need to receive the Holy Ghost and that Greek word for receive is lambano it's not just a passive kind of thing where you sit there and wait there or you just open up your arms and sit there praise God hallelujah you've got to go after this here God you You've got to apprehend this praise God thank you Jesus hallelujah that's why Paul said in the book of Romans that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved praise the Lord I don't know about you but in 1969 August 26 I was calling upon the name of the Lord and while I was calling upon the name of Jesus Jesus Christ came to me by his spirit, hallelujah, his Holy Spirit, and he got inside of me, praise God. And I've got to tell you, I haven't been the same since. Somebody said in a song, since Jesus came and changed my life completely, since Jesus came and took my sins away, I'm glad he came and changed my life completely. I'm glad he came and took my sins away. And I have to say, amen, that when he came, he came and gave me great joy. Hallelujah. Peter said, a 
amen, is joy unspeakable and full of glory. He didn't leave me the same way I was before he came. He changed me. Hallelujah. Do I have a witness this afternoon that when you receive the Holy Ghost, the Lord changes you. He changes you. He puts a do-right spirit in you. And as long as you yield to him, praise God, the Holy Ghost will be the master of your life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He'll lead you. He'll guide you into all truth and righteousness. He'll anoint you. That's what David was talking about when he said, he anointeth my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Praise the Lord. He'll inspire you. He'll give you joy. He'll give you whatever it is you need so that you can overcome the life of sin. For John said, greater is he that is in you, talking about the Holy Spirit, than he that is in the world. How many got this? I'm trying to hold my peace. I'm trying to hold my peace, praise God. I'm pulling on the reins like a rider, praise God, is pulling on the reins of a horse. Praise God, before the horse get away from him. Because I feel like running, talking about the Holy Ghost. Amen. This great joy and power of eternal life on the inside. I wish right now, praise God, that those of you, amen, who don't have it yet, would just in your heart and mind, get your mind focused on Jesus and say, Lord, I want what that preacher is talking about. What that old bald head man up there is talking about, I want it. I may not understand everything about it, but I want that. I want the Holy Ghost. I want you to fill me with your spirit. Hallelujah. And if you just open yourself up and say, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to behave, but I don't care. I don't know what I'm going to say, but I don't care. I don't care who's on my left-hand side or on my right-hand side. I don't care who's in front of me or behind me. All I know is I need what he's preaching about. I need what he's talking about. I need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. want you to come inside me. Praise God and give me the promise. You promised me. You promised me. You promised me. Hallelujah that I, I receive the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, if you believe on me as the scripture have said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. I know you're trying to be polite and, pl- and listen to me, but praise I know right now that the Holy Ghost is here if you really want it and you open yourself up and you begin to call Jesus right where you are. Holy Ghost is in the air. It'll come to you. Amen. It'll fill you. Amen. You said, but you mean I don't have to wait for you to finish preaching? I don't have to wait for the altar call? I said, no. Make your own altar call. Praise God because the Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 10 when Peter the great apostle was preaching in the house of an Italian by the name of Cornelius. The Bible said, wow, Peter yet spake these words. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost fell on everybody that heard the word. Praise God. Hallelujah. I wish you'd just tune in for just a few minutes. Praise God and let the Holy Ghost have its way. I 
don't care what your personal temperament is because some people are very shy, withdrawn, and quiet. And that's just the way you are. And some people are very gregarious and loud and open. And that's just the way you've been made. Praise God. It doesn't make a difference whether you're on either extreme or you're somewhere in the middle. Whosoever, whosoever, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, hallelujah, shall be saved. Do you believe it? I believe every word of the Lord. I believe, praise God, just what the Bible said. Amen. So rather than looking around, rather than con- amen, getting cogni- your cognition all, your wires all crossed, amen, just let your heart, praise God, come on into this thing and say, listen, amen, I'm not going to try to figure this out because who have known the mind of God and who has been his, his counselor, amen, don't try to figure it out, try to believe it, praise God, amen, believe in Jesus, breathe Jesus, breathe his name out and receive his spirit in, somebody ought to say amen, Jesus, I breathe out his name and when I breathe in, I receive I receive the Holy Ghost I say Jesus I breathe out that holy name the only name whereby salvation has been found and when I breathe in praise God, when I inspire I receive the Holy Ghost I'm going to challenge some of you right now you may have the Holy Ghost and maybe you need something else from the Lord I dare you to call on the name of the Lord I dare you to utter your request I dare you to breathe out praise God hallelujah and let praise God the Holy Spirit of God come in and inspire you I dare you I dare you I dare you right now to take a deep breath of Jesus Whoa! I dare you to take a deep breath of Jesus. I dare you to fill up your lungs with Jesus. I dare that diaphragm, praise God, to fluctuate and let Jesus in. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I dare you to praise the Lord. Hallelujah! And let healing come in. Oh yeah! I dare you to praise Him and let deliverance breathe in your deliverance. Wow! Glory! I dare you to breathe out His name. Hallelujah, Lord! And let some peace come in. Great peace have they that love Thy law, and nothing shall offend them. I dare you to breathe the name Jesus and breathe in, praise God, some power through the Holy Ghost. I dare you to breathe the name Jesus and inspire victory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know what you want victory over, but you're a child of the King. You belong to Jesus. He led captivity captive. He gave gifts unto men. Yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. If you breathe out his name, victory, victory, victory. 
victory, victory, victory is coming in. Yeah, Lord, I dare you to praise him for the victory. Shout hallelujah. Let the praise go out. Let the blessing come in. Hallelujah. Let the praise go out and breathe in the blessing. He'll fill you with the Holy Ghost. Yes, he will. And power. Let the church say amen. Let me tell you something. I need to cut off here. I'm not finished, but I'm just riding on a wave of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Somebody can receive help right now. Somebody can receive what they need right now. Somebody can get more than they asked for right now. Hallelujah. And that is a good thing. But I want to tell you, we've got something to rejoice about. If you've been born again, born of the water, born of the spirit, hey, oh glory, on that day, the finger of God wrote your name in the Lamb's book of life. You're saved from your sin. You're saved from hell and destruction. You're saved from death. Hallelujah. 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 If you could get there right now and that book is open and you run your finger down, after a while you'll come to your name. The only thing that can blot it out is unconfessed sin. But if you're not sinning or if you have sinned you've come and repented, the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. Is that what the Bible said? And your name is still there. Shout yeah. Jesus said, I want you to rejoice, not over demons. I want you to rejoice, not over healing of diabetes. I want you to rejoice, not just your sight has been restored, but I want you to rejoice in that your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can't no devil out of hell take your name out if it's written there. You might have some doubts, but your name is written there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even if you breathe your last breath, your name, your name, your name is written there. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Jesus said rejoice. This is something to rejoice about. This is something to be happy about. This is something to glorify God about. Because my name is in that book. Hallelujah. 
hallelujah you may not like me but my name is written you may not understand me but my name is written hallelujah you may think I'm fanatical but my name is written in the book of life you may say I'm too hard but my name is written in the book of life and I'm not worried oh Jesus I'm not worried about tomorrow I don't know what's gonna happen but it's alright it's alright it's alright because my name is already written if your name is there lift your hands of glory and shout glory hallelujah This is no light matter. This is something you got to think about. Seems like if you realize it, you just want to thank you. How many of you had a Holy Ghost? Keep your hand up. Go find somebody with their hand raised. <clears throat> if you've got the Holy Ghost, go find somebody with a hand raised and get them by the hand. And tell that person, your name is written there. person by the hand again if they had their hand raised because they got the Holy Ghost I know my English isn't good I'm supposed to be better than that but I'm excited get that person by the hand again now you were just polite and told them about your name their name now you got to tell them about your name and, and for those of you that believe it I want you to say it like you believe it Tell them, my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You can't take it out, you can't take it out, you can't take it out, you can't take it out. Maybe somebody in here had some run-ins with the devil. 
and you didn't fare so well. And he brought his eraser with him. <laughs> and he said, I'm going to make you feel condemned and then I'm going to that book. And I'm going to erase your name. Hallelujah. But before he could get there, you remember the words of the song. What can wash away my sins? Nothing, nothing, nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. How oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other help I know. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. This is all my hope and peace. Nothing but the blood. This is all my righteousness. Nothing but the blood. Ow! That devil's eraser can't take your name out. <laughs> You know, when you write something in ballpoint pen, you can't get a pencil eraser and get rid of it. Hallelujah. The devil's eraser is called accusation. He's an accuser. Huh? He always got that thing in his hand. But let him keep it in his hand. Your name was written by the finger of God. Hallelujah. That's why you should rejoice and be glad. Hallelujah. 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 Isn't that all right? Hallelujah. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I just feel like singing that hymn a little bit here. Just a little bit. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Singing, oh, precious is the flow. Oh, that makes me white as snow. No other fount I know. Nothing. Page 245, 
for my pardon this I see nothing but the blood of Jesus for my cleansing this I plead nothing but the blood of Jesus singing